Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Hey, let me tell you something. You're listening to Roundtable Sports Talk, bringing you the latest, hottest, and up-to-date sports news across the world with your hosts, Austin and Brett. I know you're going to dig this. Now we get to bounce around to the main subject of the NFL. And boy, have we missed some crap in the last two weeks. Not talking about, but... Jags suck. The Jags now are... The Jags. I'm not going to say it, you know. I know there's all Jags fans out there that are mad, and they're probably burning their jerseys right now. But, you know, the Titans were 3-1-2, and one, two, and now we're 3-4, and four, so I'm not going to, you know, rag... You're the, still second in the division, though. Yes. I'm not going to rag the Jacksonville Jaguars as an organization about being 3-4. and four. I want to rag their fans. I want their fans to feel it. I want their fans to know that they're not actually that good, that they've been riding the coattails of this great defense that is now just getting blown up because – A lot of blown coverage. You know, and, and, and I talked to JP about – I think it's the last time I had JP on the show a while ago. I said, you know, they have a good scheme, but all schemes get figured out. Yeah. JP's like, how is lining up with four rushers and playing, you know, cover two, man-to-man, a scheme? Well, JP, the scheme's been figured out. Your and corners they- are getting burnt. Your linebackers look lost. Your defensive line is nowhere to be found. They're there. Like I think I looked at it earlier. They have 18 sacks on a year. That's probably eighth or ninth best. There's a couple teams with 26, 25, 22. Tennessee has 22 sacks. Um, so, and I don't even want to rag the defense because it's really not the defense's fault. They're it's getting burnt. Just as much as they're the getting offense. beat. They're getting tired because they're on the field all game long. Because Blake Bortles can't hold on to the football when he gets tackled, can't sustain a drive. Fournette is very, you know, dare I say it, getting close to being a bust because he can't play. Well, Jags knew that when they picked him up in the draft. Yeah, he had an injury like issue. We injury all said prone, that. Yeah. And I said if you can't get 13 games out of Leonard Fournette a season, it's not worth it. And I think he only played 13 last year, and he's played – he's had 20 carries this season, and we're in week eight. Mm, that's bad. We were halfway through the season, and he has played like – Five quarters. That's bad. Especially for your star running back. Like, this team is starving at running back. Now, yes, they go and get Carlos Hyde. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good what, pickup. What Carlos Hyde are you going to get, though? You're going to Carlos Hyde. Are you going to get the injured? Yes. You get the injured Carlos Hyde. You're going to get, like, rookie year Carlos Hyde. Or Carlos Hyde, whose first couple games of the season had a touchdown in each game. Yeah. And like, close to 100 yards. He can produce. It's just, it's the same thing that's been Jacksonville's problem since. They never had a passer. It's just, okay, so like the Eagles are going to look at you this week and be like, okay, you brought Carlos Hyde in. You're going to run the ball. And Blake was, you know, he struggled last week. He, he couldn't do anything. So we're going to stack the box early, run Carlos Hyde up the middle and take two yards. We'll give it to you. Make Blake beat us on a throw. And a lot of teams did that last season and Blake was able to make them pay. Their play action was unbelievable last year. With no running game this year, no Fournette, no threat in the backfield, that's not working. Mm-mm. You're three and out. You're asking Blake to do too much. Your defense is getting tired, and they've given up. They gave up what? Uh, was it thirty? Wait, how much they, they gave? They gave up thirty to the Cowboys. It, it was no. It was like yeah, it was forty to KC, like thirty to the Cowboys, and then I think did Houston put up thirty on them last week? Yes, I don't remember that score. Might have been like twenty eight seven or so, twenty eight ten. I don't remember what the final score was, but. I mean, you got – and it, I can't even say you got beat by the Houston Texan offense because they're finally starting to bloom. Houston put 20 on them last week. Okay, it was 20. So, 
you know, just the defense is, you know, I've always been saying since the beginning of this year, you know, if you can if you can score 2021, you can beat Jacksonville. Same thing I said about the Seahawks about two, three years ago. If you score 21, 22, 23 points, you can beat the Seahawks. Yeah. So, and, you, you know, we see what happened to that team. Jacksonville's demise just looks like it's going to be a lot faster. Could you imagine if Russell Wilson was playing for Jacksonville right now? Oh, uh, we'd be baller. They'd probably be undefeated. Yeah. Because he had that almost. But how much of it defense. is the offensive line? How much is Well, a lot this? of it's the offensive line. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, at, and I, I know it's Blake's, you know, you say, oh, well, he can't be protected. As a quarterback, you got to make the decisions to not turn the ball over. Like, if yeah. the dude comes free off the edge, pull don't. a Brady or a Manning or somebody and just fall down. You don't, you're throw not. Throw it into a, like a. 17th row or something. Yeah. Like, Do, or like, don't even throw it to, like, a triple coverage. Like, yeah. There's yeah a don't just launch it. Yeah. No. Like, you don't have to be Russell Wilson. You're not going to spin out of every pressure and run away to the sideline and throw a great, you know, you're not going to, you're Blake Bortles. You're not going to do that. Yeah. Blake Bortles is a glorified game manager, and he has been since he came from UCF. Yeah. No, All I that agree. happened was is they surprised everyone with an amazing defense last year. And they everybody the bought AFC into it, and then they looked good the first couple weeks. But, you know, we yeah. talked about this. They played the Giants. They did beat New England. Yeah. But Detroit also beat New England. And early season New England has not been good. They played the Jets. They lost to the Titans. Then they played, you know, KC, Dallas, Houston. They have a tough schedule. I've said all year long that this division has a tough schedule. Jackson will be lucky to go nine and seven. No one wanted to hear me. So, because and I don't think I don't have hear no big now. head. I said Tennessee's best. I, t- I said Tennessee's best case scenario was eight and eight this year. I predicted Houston to win this division at like eleven and five, which they started out bad, but now they're leading it at four and three, and they have a nice offense. I don't know, Jags. They better beat Philadelphia. It's a tough game, and I know they're good in um, I know they're good in London, and Philly does not look like Too, any type yeah, of defending no. Super Bowl champion. So yes, Mm-mm. they have a chance to win this game, and that'd be huge. I don't think they do it. I think Blake struggles. I think they rely too much on Carlos this week, and uh, AJ Boye is not playing, so they're going to start a rookie at corner. I think Zach Ertz is going to have a field day. Two hundred yards. So game. and I think like I don't know if Jalen's going to follow Alshon around. But congratulations, gonna, do that. They're just going to throw to Nelson Aguilar and Zach Hurts like crazy. Yeah. Um. The the only I mean Jacksonville's defense is obviously like if Jacksonville can get a turnover early and set Blake up with um you know short a short field they have a chance. That's been their thing the whole time is like don't put Blake in a hole. Mm-mm. When Jacksonville gets down early, you see it. It turns into blowouts. Yeah. I mean. If New England would have been able to jump on them, it would have been a blowout, but they played well enough. They got on top. They need to stay on top. We've said this, you know. For the past seven weeks. That Yeah, if you can hop on Jacksonville, see ya, check out, bye, gone. They give up. They quit. They get mad. I haven't heard a peep from Jalen Ramsey in a month. No. Where did he go? Oh, that's right. Just like your rookie season when you guys were bad. I didn't know who you were. I knew who you were from Florida State, but I didn't know you had a mouth like that. Then you get good, you find a mouth all um, off season. You got a mouth, which he did say Deshaun's going to be like a future MVP or something. Yeah, he threw five touchdowns last night. So yes, I'm glad you're giving credit to someone, but you know all that talking just it bites you right, right in the ass. ass. Yeah, right no. in the ass. It does. Which we did a poll. Yeah, we did a Facebook and Twitter poll about the uh, quarterback situation in Jacksonville. Most people said Cody Kessler. But it's just surprising. 
My my question is, who would be better? Who who would you go out and get besides Blake Bortles right now? Like, if you could trade for any team, if I could trade, yeah, like a like a like a trade, <laughs> yeah, like who would you trade for? Okay, are we talking like um, realistic or just like fantasy? Like, I'll go get anybody I can get. Realistic. Okay, realistic. Yeah, um, no, no fantasy because you have Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I would yeah, go get Aaron no. Rodgers. Um, realistically, if I'm Jacksonville and you, I don't know what their draft picks look like, I don't know what their salary cap looks like. Um, obviously, there's Kaepernick out there that I'm hearing whispers, but I just don't think they're going to do that. Mm. Um, you know, I, if I was their front office, I would see if there's anything I could give Baltimore for Lamar Jackson. But I know that's their backup plan for when Flacco is done in a few years. Um, you know Tyrod Taylor's out there; he's not playing anymore in Cleveland. But you, but and and them in Cleveland do work deals. They've traded yeah, a good bit. Yeah. But to go get him, you'd have to give up probably like a second rounder, and maybe you know, kind of a conditional player or maybe like a conditional pick. Um. There's no quarterbacks on the free agent market that you could go get. I don't think anybody wants RG3. Mm, um, I wouldn't go get RG3. There's like a Sage Rogenfels and stuff out there. They, they don't want somebody like that because, you know, I don't know anybody that could fill in and, you know, realistically do anything for these guys that's going to be worth it. Uh, okay, let me throw some names out there. Josh McCown. Josh McCown is one of those guys that might play for a game or two and look really good, but eventually he's going to crumble. Uh, Mark Sanchez. No. no. EJ Manuel. <laughs> no. Mm. Aaron Murray. No. He's never even got a chance in the league, honestly. Yep, look, who's number one? Colin the Kaepernick. 50 quarterbacks who. Yeah, it's just, you know, and that's the thing, too, is everyone says how bad Blake is, but. Out of those names I just said, I would probably take Blake over all of them. Mainly because of his knowledge of that organization and how they play. TJ Yates. TJ has been no okay, here okay, here's the thing. So you asked me who they should trade for. TJ Yates or free agent wise, also. Like, there's a ton of guys out there that they could get that could probably ball for a game or two. I don't think there's anybody on the market right now that's gonna play for eight, nine, ten games and win you those games. That's yeah, the, that's the no. problem with Blake is we've seen the upside. Yeah, and all you Jags fans out there that are keep hoping for Bortles to like break through that ceiling and become a you know a great passer, and he's never going to become elite. He's going to stay. He's been this way for what like five years now, four years. He's been elite five. He, I think. he we've seen what he is. He's a turnover machine. He has the most interceptions. I think the most fumble losses, the most pick six, and I think been sacked the most since he's coming to the league. No, yeah, I agree. But I still wouldn't take TJ Yates, Colin Kaepernick, RG3. The only one I would take is Tyrod. So if I were them, I would find a way to go get Tyrod from Cleveland. My thing is they can't do – I don't think they can afford a straight-up trade. No, they're not going to be able to. And the other thing with Jacksonville, too, that me and my buddy at work talked about, is they're going to start – they're going to have to pay these defensive players oh, next, yeah, no next year the year after. Now, I understand they got Telvin locked up. Jalen's going to want money. For sure. That big old mouth's going to want all the money he can fit into it. Um, and Gawkway is going to want money. Fowler is going to want – I think they should get rid of Fowler while he has – like you could throw Fowler in a trade with Cleveland. Because um, I know he's good, but Ngakwe or Ngaku is a lot better. Even though statistically 
they're on the same level this year. I just I would take and he you know he, I, I was taking Gawkway. Um, Clyus Campbell's going to retire the next year or so. Malik Jackson they have I think locked up still. Um, who else is going to want money? Gibsons and Barry Church I think they're kind of on the back end of their careers. AJ Boye. Um, Boye I don't know what his deal was when he came over from Houston, but he'll probably want to rework contract the next year or two. So they're about to have to dish out a lot of money on defense, and they're not going to be able to spend it on offense. And at some point, if you're Jacksonville, and, th- and this saddens me as, you know, when I played back in school, I was a defensive player. We always prided ourselves on defense. It's come to the point now where I don't think defense is going to win you a championship in the NFL. Mm-mm. I mean, last season, you know, Tom Brady and the Eagles, they scored all types of points. I mean, Brady threw for 500 yards and lost. So, you know, defense isn't mattering right now. You know, it, it's 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 kind of like the NFL has turned into a like a bend not break type of defense. Like between the twenties, let them tear you up. But when you get down to the red zone, you need to be able to hold your ground and force a field goal or force a turnover. And that's that's just the crappy part. Like you need like one good corner and like two good pass rushers, and the rest of your money needs to go to your quarterback and your offensive line and your wideouts. Because I think I think this year the 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 NFL is like the highest like like the most points that have been scored through week eight the most touchdowns the highest passer ratings. Well, I mean, yeah, look at Kansas City who gives up thirty almost at least a couple the first couple of weeks they give up thirty a game. I think they're giving up like twenty eight points a game and they're scoring like thirty eight. Look at the Rams. The Rams are almost almost identical. So so your two best teams in the league right now have two of the worst defenses in the league. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, when Green Bay won the Super Bowl. He had a terrible defense. When I think Brady's last two Super Bowls did a really bad defense. So I think it's just finally coming around full swing now. Because remember, we had like the Baltimore season when they won it and their defense was great. Yeah. Um, the Giants, you know, their two Super Bowls in the last, you know, 15 years, they were defensively led. Pittsburgh has always been kind of defensively led, but this year. Actually, the last like three or four years, it's all been about A.B. and Le'Veon. Denver had a great defense when Peyton won. Carolina had a great defense, but they ended up losing. So I think it's kind of coming to the end of the whole – it seems like every year there's one team with a great defense. Yeah. And this year it's – Who has the best defense? Well, last year it was Minnesota technically. Yeah. And then Jacksonville. This year the best defense I think on paper is still Jacksonville, but statistical, you know – I don't think they're the leading because someone I was watching this on ESPN or something. They were saying that the NFL determines the their their defensive rankings on total yards allowed. Okay, and the dude was like, "That doesn't matter." He said that he said that does not matter at all. He said if a team runs up and down the field on you and has six hundred yards, but when they get to the twenties, you make them turn the ball over and kick field goals. Good defense. You have a good defense. He said the total yards does not matter anymore. It should be points allowed. Point differential, turnover differential, and red zone defense. That should de- de- like determine the strength of your defense. Not what they do all game long. He said not what, you know, and I think that's kind of true, but also kind of sucks because it's kind of like, well, my defense is probably going to get gashed. Let's hope we can get a turnover. Agreed. And that seems to be the state of, that the NFL is in now as offense is taking over this league as it's already taken over pretty much college football. So hmm. it's working its way up and high school football. So... Um, so I guess we can take a peek at this weekend's games. Obviously, Houston and Miami played last night. Houston 
<laughs> got it done. I think it was like only seven or 14, 14 and a half or whatever. Well, it ended up being 42, 23. Yes, Houston erupted. Their offense, like we talked about, is starting to finally open up. And they lose Will Fuller. <laughs> yes, Will Fuller goes down with the torn ACL, which sucks really bad. Cause now, Did you start Lamar Miller last night? I did to start Lamar. I didn't start him last week. I learned my lesson. That boy got me 19 points last night. And then I had Danny Amendola because I got double whammied on the freaking cowboy thing. Oh, nice. Um, last week, Oakland had a bye. So, Amari had to sit. He's on a bye. Then he gets traded to, Denver, uh, to Dallas. Dallas has a bye this week. So, now one of my starting wideouts is on a double bye. So, I went and got out Danny Amendola, who did get me nine points last night. So, you know, not a bad Thursday night. I'm tied. Five and two in my league for the for the lead. So I'm like dead last. So, so um, but yes. Yeah, so uh, Deshaun, I think he threw for five touchdowns. You said yes. I know he's like one of the first. I think he's like I don't know. They they put him in some category, Patrick Mahomes or something like most touchdowns through the first two seasons of a career or something like that. Whatever it was, or, or like multiple four touchdown games. I think it's something like that. Um, so they win. Miami now falls. I think three and five. Or three and three and four, maybe. Yeah, they started out three and zero, then they lost three in a row. I think it might be three and four. Or four and four. Four. And four. Damn, they played eight games already. They haven't had a bye. Second in the AFC East. Yep. Um, Houston goes to four and three, or no, that's five and three now. Right. Yeah, they, they should. Yeah, they are. They're, they're four. Five and three. three. They're five and three. So they're leading. Obviously, they were leading the AFC South at the end of last week, um, with Jacksonville and Tennessee both losing. So now Tennessee's on a bye this week, so we're not going to win or lose. But Jacksonville could go to four and three, or yeah. four and four. Sorry, uh, or four and three. I'm lost on what week we're on. Eight. They're they three and four, a, so yeah, they can go four yeah, and four. They haven't had a bye yet, so yeah. Um. So I don't know. That was it. Was like I watched some of that game last night. Um, Brock Osweiler, who's obviously starting for Miami right now, did not look very good. Um, he had a he had an okay like first. Two games he played for them, but hasn't really worked out. Um, big games this week: Tampa Bay, Cincinnati. Tampa. I mean, it, I think it'll be a big scoring game. I don't think. I, I mean, think the interesting game is going to be. There's really no good games. The big, the biggest game to me, I think, is probably Green Bay, LA. Yeah. Just to see if Green Bay actually has it, you know, up to their sleeve to take it beat down. a good team. Um. New Orleans and Minnesota will be a good one. That's Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that's a decent Sunday. New Orleans game. five and zero. Oh. Uh, Minnesota's four two and one. And Kirk Cousins has been amazing. Kirk Cousins always been amazing. I mean, he's just you know that team lost some games early. I think they were like two two and one at some point, or you know one one and one. Yeah, I think they were one one and one <laughs> to start the season off. So they've uh, definitely picked it up. Well, uh, they have good competition on Sunday night. I can give you that. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Probably another high-scoring game. Um, then you have Pittsburgh-Cleveland, which we all know ended in a tie. It was that week one, I think. Yeah, it's going to be two um, ties. Johnny, or Johnny Manziel. Well, same person, pretty much. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is, I don't know. He won two in a row. I think he lost two in a row now. So I think he's like two and two as a starter. Well, they're two, four, and one. So Yeah, they're they're. I'm not going to say they're done in that division yet. Um but Baltimore is what four and three, pitch three three two and one, um, they're two four and one, and then Cincy's four and three, so they are last in that division as usual. But they have two wins in the win column. Baltimore Carolina game should be interesting. Yeah, because Carolina's looked good all year. 
Um, at least, well, they've at least looked consistent. Cam hasn't done anything crazy yet, but he hasn't ruined anything either. We've seen, you know, no, no pouting, but, you know, vintage Cam Newton, when the team's performing well, we don't see the towel over the head, crybaby stuff. So well, they beat, they've beat the Cowboys, the Bengals, the Giants, and the Eagles. Yeah. So those are, I mean, the Falcons, I don't know how, oh, they lost to the Falcons. Oh, the Falcons suck. So the Cowboys are hit or miss. <laughs> the win over the Bengals was good. The win over the Giants, you know, they're kind of bad. So, they got a test this week with Baltimore. Um, the Jets in Chicago, I think, will actually be a good game. It'll be Trubisky versus Sam Donald. Um, I hope you know we'll see if Khalil Mack can wreak havoc in the backfield as usual. The Cats doing a handstand. Um, Seattle, Detroit, both teams three and three, looking to get above five hundred. That's, I think, another be another maybe high scoring game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I think I said Denver, KC already. I'm not sure. They've already played once this year. I think Denver. Didn't beat them. Um, they it held. Close. It, it was like the first time that I saw KC really get slowed down this year. They only mm-hmm. won like twenty four to seventeen or something. Uh, Washington versus the Giants. Washington needs this win to get to five and two. Giants season's already in the drain at one and six. Um, we talked about Pitt, Cleveland, Indy, Oakland. I don't really care. I hope Oakland wins just so Indy doesn't get the three wins. <laughs> and John Gruden's trading everyone away. Derek Carr will probably be next. And then once again, for the 77th time this season, I think San Fran and Arizona are playing each other. So they're both 1-6. and six. That's going to be a great 4-30 game. Can't wait to freaking watch that. They they played the Cardinals yeah, I think two was, weeks ago. Yeah, So and they lost 28-18. So maybe the Cardinals will win again. Uh, we talked about LA Green Bay, Minnesota New Orleans, and the New England-Buffalo is your Monday night game. Whoop Could be did. a trap game now. Yeah, Buffalo always seems to take down the Patriots. Well, Buffalo just, I mean, they, they, they surprised Tennessee, and then they beat, what, Minnesota earlier in the year? So, Monday night, it's going to be cold in Buffalo. I was going to be freezing in Buffalo. So, you, you never know, but Tom Brady and them should handle business. Gronk, I think, is going to play since he sat out last week. Um, You know, they got all his weapons, Edelman. Josh Gordon, Gordon Hogan. Yeah. Gordon had like 100 receiving yards last week. Yeah. So um, if I had to pick two upsets this week, I would pick Green Bay over LA because that one. one actually seems legit. Yeah. And then I would probably go, I don't know what the line is for the Carolina-Baltimore game. I'm, I don't know who's going to be picked in that one, but let me look it up. If I had to pick it, it's in Carolina. I'd go ahead and probably pick Carolina. The line is. Why is it? It should be Carolina since they're at home, and I think Baltimore is coming off a loss. They're plus two and a half. So Carolina's picked by two, or Baltimore is. Um, Carolina. Yeah. So uh that's not really an upset if you pick Baltimore. The over under is forty four. Total points. Yeah, I think it'll stay under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm not going to go that game. I'm okay. I'm going to go, so my two upsets will be Green Bay over L.A. and Denver over KC. Yeah, that's probably what I would have said. Because I was going to pick the Baltimore-Carolina game, but it's just too close. It's pretty much even. I'm going to go with the Giants. <laughs> okay, you want me to go through me throw one out there? The Giants. Giants, Giants over uh, uh, Washington. Washington. I mean, yeah. that, hey, that'd be a good upset. It really, because what well, Washington's leading that division because uh, Philly is 3-4. and four, I think uh, Dallas is 3-4. and four. That division is terrible. It's almost as bad as the AFC South. <laughs> it is so true. Um, so we're we're like after this week will be the uh, the halfway point in the season. Some teams are already there. I'm going to go through at least my seed my 
like you know beginning of the year we did we did a seating you know for AFC NFC yeah um my AFC so I have Pats being the one Steelers at the two Chargers at the three Texans at the four Jags five Broncos six if I had to update it now I would probably say I still think the Pats are going to get first um I would throw you're gonna you're gonna throw the Chiefs in at two mm-hmm. the Chargers. I don't think they're going to win that division against the Chiefs. So I would have I'd have Pats, Chiefs. Um, so your other division winner is going to come out of the. So it'd be the East, the West. Who's in the AFC North? Oh, it's probably I don't know. That one's hard. I have Steelers winning the AFC North, but it, it, it could be awful, it could be bro. Baltimore and it could be Cincy. So I'd probably if I got to go with, you know. Consistency, I'm probably going to pick Cincy. So I would go Pats, Chiefs, Cincy's. Um, Texans, I think, are going to end up winning South, like I said. Um, and then my two wild cards, I had Jags and Broncos. I think I'll shake the Broncos out of that because one of the wild card teams is going to be the Chargers. Yeah. And then the other wild card team, it could, I, I could still see Jacksonville maybe doing it, but it'd be super hard. I, I almost want to take I don't, I don't think Miami's going to be there you, you know no. even I mean they're, they're four and four so they're not out of it um but I think the other wild card's going to come out of the AFC North not the AFC South so I think the other wild card would be between Pittsburgh and Baltimore um should be interesting my NFC's way off I have the Saints one Philly two they're bad Vikings three that's could still happen Rams four they're going to be one then I have Atlanta five. They're not going to make it. And Green Bay at six, which could still happen. So I guess I'm not as off as I thought. But if, if I look at the Phillies, um, Atlanta, or if I, if I look at Philly, Atlanta, and Green Bay, they just those aren't strong teams to me this year. But I have them at the three, five, and six seeds. So My AFC right now, when we first did it, was one, New England, two, Pittsburgh, three, Jacksonville. Four Kansas City, five Houston, and six Tennessee. Yes, yeah, so you had three teams come out of the AFC South, <laughs> which is not going to happen. So I'm not going to say it's not. It's just it, it's. Um, I mean, it's pretty much just as likely as three coming out of the North because I'd probably move Kansas City into two and drop Pittsburgh down to four. Well, yeah, that's what I said. I, I think one of the wild card spots will come from the AFC North. Yeah. So I, I could see the Steelers down there with like. So who would you have winning the the North, Baltimore or Cincy? That's a throw up. That's honestly. what I'm saying. It's like they're both four and three right now. It's kind of like who, like this week, since okay, he has so, Tampa, they could win. Baltimore has Carolina, they could lose. So, you know, there could be a game difference after this week between the two. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Yeah, that's what I said. I think the Bengals will win the division. I don't think Baltimore has it in them, though. That's what I'm saying. I just, Baltimore scares me. It does. Yeah, because well, you, who who's Baltimore play for the rest of the season? Let's I don't, but but they do have that little wrench where they've been using Lamar in like the yeah running situations. Uh, they play the Steelers, the Bengals, the Raiders, Falcons, Chiefs, Bucks, Chargers, and Browns. Yeah, so I like five of those games are wins. The ones that might not be wins are the Steelers and the Chiefs games. Mm, they play the Bengals too, but it's a divisional game. You never know what those are going to do. So yeah, I, I could like at this point since Cincinnati's and Baltimore are both four and three. I could easily see one of them going like eleven and five, uh, and then the NFC. I have Philly one. That ain't gonna happen. Nope. Uh, two Dallas. Sorry, that's not gonna happen either. Three the well, Rams. Couldn't happen anyway because they're in the same division. Yeah. Uh, three the Rams. 
Which will probably end up being the one. Four Atlanta. Nope. <laughs> out. Five the Giants. Way out nope. of there. And six Minnesota. Okay. So you got about, I think we both have like a few teams. Three or four of the teams in each division. I have that the, should still go. I have the Giants going to the NFC Championship. That's not happening. I'm sorry. I learned my lesson the last two seasons, like picking the Giants to do something. Uh, it just, nope. Eli is probably done after this season and they're going to move on. And he'll probably go to Jacksonville. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So but, that. so I just figured, you know, we're almost halfway through the season. We see where our picks were as far as the and seeding and playoffs go. And we're about four out of six, three out of six on each of them. Um, next week, once it is finally the halfway point, yeah. I'm going to pull up all the statistical leaders mm-hmm. and see where everyone's at. We know Mahomes will be up there. Phillip Rivers is up there in passing yards. Big Ben's up there. Rushing, I think right now it's um, it's Gurley, Zeke. Um, I think um, I don't think Saquon's in up there yet in yards. I'm not sure about running. And then I know Julio's leading the receiving with no freaking with touchdowns. no touchdowns. So that's crazy. But we'll dive more into that next week when um everyone has pretty much played eight games. Granted, there's a couple buys, so. That's about all I have on the NFL for any news. Um, no injuries we missed because we talked about the Will Fuller thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's really no trash talking going on. Nothing, nothing too crazy. And then, like, um, oh, well, we didn't mention the trade. Well, we mentioned the trades, of Amari, which yeah. was obviously Amari to the Cowboys. Hyde went to Jacksonville. We all know. And then I believe there's another one, but I can't remember what it was. But the trade deadline, I think, is next week. Like next Wednesday or something? I think it's Wednesday. It's yeah. the thirtieth. Yeah, so it's Halloween. Yep. Yeah, so it's okay, that's next Tuesday. So uh, Halloween's the thirty first, so it's Oh well, yeah. It's probably like midnight. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I okay. They still have the, like five, six days to going that. going on that Mario Cooper trade. I don't know what I know they want to rebuild. Obviously you can tell the Raiders in a rebuild situation. The Mario Cooper ain't gonna help Dallas. Well, I'm not going to say he's not going to help because they really don't have. I mean, the, their best receiver is Cole Beasley. True. So he's obviously going to help if he can stay healthy because that's just another person you got to. And, and, you know, Mari's what, in like his third year? Yes. So he's still young. He's still fresh. He can still beat you over the top. The Raiders were just doing a really bad job at, you know, using him. Um, I think he's played like six, seven games this year. He's only went over 100 yards twice. I know because he's my wideout in fantasy. So I'm praying. Now it kind of sucks, though, because now I have Zeke and Amari in my starting lineup yeah, on fantasy on the same bad. team. So I'm going to have to do something about that. I picked up Nick Chubb. I tried to. Someone already had him. Oh, for real. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think he's going to help Dallas out. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not going to be major because they're, you know, yeah. not going to be anything major. But, it might be seven more points, you know, another touch because he's slippery, he's fast. Yeah. That can sling it. We'll see what happens. And then, yes, Carlos Hyde of Jacksonville will help. I don't know if he's going to be a deciding factor in the future and who knows how long he's going to stick around. They did take on his like $16 million contract for the next year or two. So financially, they're strapped into him. Throw this in perspective. He's fourth right now in rushing. Carlos? Yes. How many games did he play? Uh, six. And he has this 382 yards. How many touchdowns? Where's that? Uh, five. Well, that's about a touchdown a week. So, I, I mean, I think he'll get one against. Listen, I think Jacksonville, 
I don't think they're going to crap the bed against Philly this week. I don't think it's going to be a 30 to nothing. I'm going to say they lose probably like 28-17. I think they finally find the end zone a couple times early, um, but I don't think it's going to be. I think eventually, you know, not having Boye is going to hurt. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the Eagles have so many weapons. 24-21. 24-21 Eagles or Jags? Eagles. Eagles. So we both have the Eagles. Brett has it close. I, ha- I have a good game till about late in the third. And I think uh, the Eagles break it open and late in the third. So one more injury update. Mm-hmm. They lo- uh, Pat's lost Sonny Michelle for Never. how long? Towards ACL. I hey, thought. Tara, no, they says no structural damage. Oh, he did get hurt and it was out, and then he they did MRI and he didn't. Uh, I thought they put him on the IR. That's no, f- no, okay. he's 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 just gonna miss a week or two or a couple weeks. I think they said they're not one hundred percent sure. Uh, I thought he tore something. Yeah, no, they thought he did because it looked bad. Uh, one more thing um, to touch on our high school football topic. Oh, okay. Um, I want to just throw that out there. Shout out for all the great players, you know, time. playing high school football. Yes, it is. And my stupid thing didn't keep it up. So give me one second. Um, I know the high school, Selling High School lost to Nice last week, which hurt them and their playoff hopes. They still have a chance. Um, so here we go. Where is this week 10? This is, I think this is the final week, I guess, of college or college high school football. Yes. Um, Bartram, Ponte and play and uh, St. Augustine still have playoff hopes. Uh, Buckles plays Bartram this afternoon. Um, I'm not sure that it has a whole lot to do. Yeah, Bartram actually is a must win for them to get in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. So Bartram needs to win this one. Um, they what is Bartram? They are five and three, and uh, Gainesville six and two. So actually, just put will be, we'll be a good game. Yeah. The last meeting, Bartram won by like 30 points last season, though. We'll see about um, that. One. Orange Park at Menendez. This would be a good game. Orange Park 6-2. and two, Menendez 6-2. and two. Um, Orange Park beat Palaka last week, and then Ridgeview beat Menendez by okay. one. Um, I'm not sure. It says um, the Raiders, which is Bulls, mm-hmm. they're looking for a playoff berth. Oh, I guess these two teams are in the same district, it looks like. So, yeah, this is a big game for Pedro. They need to win this to stay ahead of Bulls for a playoff berth. Um, I don't think Pontevedra was going to go. So, then, of course, you have St. Hawk Middleburg. St. Hawk's 3-5, and five, but they still have a chance. Uh, Middleburg is 2-6, and six, so neither team's playing very well. But so Jackson, Jacksonville has to win, or Jacksonville, um, Stonington has to win this to keep their you know playoff hopes alive. Mm. Um, they lost, like I said, to Nice by well, I think it was fourteen to thirteen last week. It was a close game. Uh, last last time they played Middleburg, which was last season, I believe they won thirty eight to nothing. So hopefully they can take care of that. Uh, Creekside four and four plays Oakley four and four. Mm, that's a good game. Um, not sure if any of these teams have any playoff chances. Trinity Christian will play St. Joe. Um, Trinity Christian six and two, so I imagine they're going to go. And St. Joe, I know, was undefeated. Yeah, they're still eight and zero, so they're first in Region One Three A. So just kind of some local football. So pretty much, like I said, Bartram, Pedro, St. Aug, Pontevedra all need to win tonight. Well, should be some good games. Yeah, I hope so. So. You know, <laughs> go Jackets. Keep that playoff streak alive. That's, Hopefully we can it do it. It still amazes me 
three and five. I didn't think it was possible, but it's like with uh, Mr. Will we had on here like a month ago, whatever it was, says it's all you know like a point system now. It's not so much to do with the record, right? So interesting, interesting but hopefully Braddock so, can get them boys into the playoffs and make a run. You know, all, nice. all you do is get in the playoffs. Then you just got to play four great games after that. <laughs> so, yeah. all right, we covered a lot today since we were gone for two weeks. One week. Well, two. Okay, been, yeah, two yeah, since we last two, recorded. Yeah, we missed a week, but yeah, it's been two. So I hope you guys listened and watched. Appreciate it. Um, still trying to keep going, keep doing this thing. We are going to switch our days up. Yeah, uh, we're going to switch our days up now. Um, we won't be able to record on Fridays like this anymore. So we'll figure it out and might be releasing, you know, on just a different day, whatever it is. doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah. Might be able to get more of a post-show Kind of like on a Monday or something. Okay. Monday or Tuesday afternoon after all the games. So we'll figure something out, you know. <laughs> got to work 40 hours a weekend trying to do this. So you can kind of pick your times. For real. But uh, we appreciate the listens. If you guys are stuck with us, I, I think we're up to like almost 30 episodes now. This one is 28. So we got two more. No, 29. Yeah, this will be 29. So, so one more. We, we appreciate it if you stuck around and you listen to us every now and then casually. Um, we just try and give everybody, you know, the information on what's going on, our, you know, opinions, opinions on things, yeah. uh, you know, just try and cover a broaden of sports. I hope you guys are following us on iTunes, iPodcast. Um, you know, we need the follows and the reviews and the stars and everything to uh, keep this going. We're trying to send out as many tweets and content as we can throughout the week mm-hmm. to keep everybody engaged. We need the followers on Twitter, so please go follow us, Roundtable Sports Talk. Um, we love to interact with everyone and, you know, kind of just BS through the week. And like I said, we, you know, we need topics from you guys to talk about for the week. So we don't have to, you know, just talk about what we want to. So, uh, you got this actually else? might be a 30 episode though. Over an hour. Might split it in half. Yeah. We might split this. So we might, this might, might be 30 you're listening to. Right? We'll have to see when we chop it up, but it's been, it's been a good 30. We're pushing. We'll probably do something special whenever we get to 50. Which it'll be, you know, a couple months down the road. Uh, yeah. You got to figure something out. Yeah, but we will. So hopefully you keep listening because we can't do it if there's really no point doing it if you guys don't listen. So we appreciate it. Text us. Call us. Let us know what you think. If you want to be on the show, we Always can get call. you on here in person or a phone call. Um, however you guys want to do it, we'd be glad to talk to anybody and everybody. So uh, I appreciate the listen. Appreciate and the listen. we will see you guys hopefully next week. See you. Good evening. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Wait a minute. Oh, my. That's this week's episode of Roundtable Sports Talk Podcast with your hosts, Austin and Brett. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Roundtable Sports Talk. Thank you for listening.